Brain oh Training Podcast, episode 677. Oh, I was I thought it was going to be 678 and I got real excited. <laughs> but 677 is fine, too. It's fine. Yeah, it's all right. It's um, fine. You know what we didn't even mention, which you think I would mention this, this year on New Year's Day, was yeah. the, oh, yes. it's the Fibonacci I saw Fibonacci that. Year. I was into that. So, th- I yes. was into that, yeah. I like that Susie's into this. <laughs> Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Mm. We're like, you take the first numbers and add them together and get the next. And I think this this is the only time that'll happen for another hundred years. So Yeah, and I like any like the Fibonacci sequence to me is the perfect combo of mystery, like because math oh. sometimes is very yes. like awe inspiring, but also you know, scientific and yes. it's like just fun. And art. Yeah. And artsy. Yes. Because that shows up in the balance of art all mm-hmm. the time. Like seashells. Oh, yeah. It is really cool. Mm-hmm. That's That fun. golden ratio or whatever Yeah, it is. whatever it is. It's like magic, but it's not. Right. It's real magic. Real magic. Mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of got a little bit of dose of real magic recently in the news. I wasn't going to talk about this. So I don't have my, any notes on it, but I just from memory that they, they being scientists, uh, created some sort of like fusion, like nu- like nuclear fusion that is this basically the building blocks for all scientific, well, not scientific, sci-fi movies that we have. Like it's the, it's the what made the DeLorean run in Back to the Future. It's what powers, like, the guy from uh, Iron Man, like, his his little what nuclear reactor. Like, that there was some breakthrough in nuclear fusion where we created energy without... Like, basically, by slamming two air. things together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like that. But I don't really know how, but like we slammed (laughs) things into each other and then created some sort of reaction by two of these atoms hitting. And then we like kept the energy. Usually it's like, I don't know how it works. It goes away. But it goes away or something. Like you (laughs) can't, I don't know, but like like this seems like a big breakthrough. They should do a sequel like Drunk Science. That's a great idea. This is a genius idea. Actually, Wait, we should edit that, that out. That could be a great. Maybe we'll go every other things we got wrong. Slash Sarah and Susie read drunk science. Like drunk science, <laughs> we, really we would funny. do like an AM or PM version. Yeah, right. We should Sarah have like a Susie sober listening. Dark. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sarah and Susie after dark, where all we did was review like science and literary stuff. But well, because every wasted. time we talk about this stuff, it does sound like that, where we're just the dark web or whatever, where we're just yeah. We, I'm like fuck. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but we want to talk about it, so then we make crap up. Yeah, which... I mean, but isn't that like what people do? <laughs> isn't that what the scientists do? Too? That's like what they're doing anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's um, good. Anytime I want to feel hopeful, I look at the scientists and then I feel a little better. Yeah, we should feel hopeful yeah. about this one. It feels like like this is yeah, good. It's job, in the early guys. stages, but it's good news for energy. I think. You know how I just said you guys. You know how some people don't like that because it's oh, obviously yeah, yeah. misogynistic. Right, yeah, um, because of guys. <laughs> that is. The prob- the most difficult language update. I- I'm really dragging my feet on that one. Oh, I don't think I can ever change it. <sighs> but and I you know what else? Ne- you know what else? I can't give up, dude. They they want us to give up, dude. I I feel like that might be next. If got if <laughs> that's on the chopping block. If guys is it- hey you guys is out then dude. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely. I hate it. Close. They're wrong right? about this stuff. I know what their point is. I do understand yeah. it intellectually, yeah. but they're wrong because some words can mean different things. Sometimes it means a, a dude, and then other yeah. times it means like an like exclamation. Dude. Yeah. Like how how else am I supposed to convey my emotional reaction when I was in Florida with Eli and his whole family, and we saw a woman with. Boobies the size of basketballs. I'm not kidding. Like the biggest, like might be Guinness Book of Records. Yeah. Biggest fake 
no, why can't I say breasts? <laughs> fake, what, right. What's wrong? What happened to me there? But the biggest fake breasts you've ever seen. And I couldn't, the only words I had was, dude. Yes. Sometimes words fail us and you need a dude. You need a dude. Yeah. So I don't know. Can we keep that? Yeah. I feel like, I mean, we got bigger problems than you guys. Yeah, I mean, probably. I yes, get it. Definitely. Because they'll be like, you know what you should use instead? People. Oh, God. We go, oh, my gosh. I saw the funniest. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 I saw the funniest. It was um, um, oh, like a Slack interaction. So a lot of the Slack things are, are automated and, oh, and the that. responses are automated. Okay. Like there's like a Slack bot that will that will respond, I don't know, automatically for whatever. So this person is in their office and like alone in the office, maybe like came by after work to like pick something up and gets stuck in the elevator. So goes into Slack and says, hey guys, I'm stuck in the lift. Can somebody help me? The Slack bot responses, responds, because it doesn't know context. It just knows like it's pick up words. Yeah. And the Slack bot responds with like, we are an inclusive organization and we recognize that you use language that might not be inclusive. And so <laughs> it says, we recommend you using it, gave a few recommendations. So two seconds later, there's another tweet or another like message that says, hi folks, I'm stuck in the elevator. Like Eli sent it to me and it's like the picture, the screenshot of yeah. this interaction. Like somebody had to be like, could you imagine in that yeah. moment being like, oh, for fuck's sake. Right. F- okay, folks, just get me the fuck out right. of the elevator. I don't care who I'm talking to. But that is a oh. perfect distillation yes. of what I feel is they're doing all the time. Which is that we're overcorrecting a little to the point where we're, we're ignoring we're missing the actual the point. big problem. Like we're stuck in an elevator and, and we're, we're policing concerned. language that nobody really cares about. I guarantee, I guarantee if there was a, a non-binary individual or somebody who who we are creating that new language for in that situation, elevator, there have been like. Yeah, I get what they were saying. We were fine with, hey, guys. Exactly. Like, you know, like how it's usually white people policing anybody else's, like, people, like, of color and, like, going, oh, come on. Right. Just chill out. Yeah. I I can't. And I... I'll take take it from the members of of those groups, but not... But I also don't want to be one of those old boomers that's, like... What's wrong with saying guys? Because no, like, I'm like willing to change. I'm open to, but I I'm like too. context. Like this is not like a, a, a no. We, we need can't to change. Rank we love our priorities this. is what I'm saying. Yeah, and dude is low, but like <laughs> You're really hanging on to human that. rights high. The right to get married and do whatever the heck else people want to do. Yeah, not dying by like not hate dying. crimes. Yes, really important. Yes. Please. I'll tell you what else is really important, and that is knowing what's going on in your body. And thanks to modern fertility, we can know the answer to that. This is so great. I mean, great. Don't you guys? There are a million reasons why we need to say. Go ahead. Okay, ladies, people, listeners, folks, hey, folks. Yes, (laughs) listeners. That's that's it. Yeah. Like, is this not the perfect time for someone to be like? I'm going to take inventory of my health and my body yes. and yes. empower myself for the new year. Yes. Now Knowledge is power. Like the modern fertility tests give you access to tests that would cost you so much money if Arm you got leg. them done. Oh. Yeah. And you'd have to go to the doctor and all that. This is at home testing where mm-hmm. you can find out what's going on with your fertility yeah. And see like your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve. I don't even know what that is, but I'd like yes. to know about mine. Yes, absolutely. This was peace of mind. I was very worried, and then I found out. Oh, you got some. You got some. You got a fine amount of eggs. Yeah, she's You're like fertile okay. myrtle over there. I'm like, oh, good. Okay, now I can sleep at night. 
Yeah, but if you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy, you can get $20 off your test, which is already affordable to begin with. So I feel like if we keep making money like this, I mean... <laughs> so we say. Uh, right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what so it would cost great. at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy. Modernfertility.com slash brain candy. And like, don't yes. you know people that wish they would have like, you know, frozen their Absolutely. eggs? Absolutely. I was just having this conversation with girlfriends at dinner the other night. And we said the thing that's the most important is just having the information. Yeah. And so I had a friend who was going to go meet with the doctor and just Mom. arming yourself. Oh, I should give her this. Uh, yeah. She should do this. This just is get great. This is great. Yeah, yeah. To just know what's going on and know it's just a starting point. So you don't have to like go in like, you know. And you're at your house. You can do it in your jammies. You send it off. And in a couple days, you get your answers. Anyway, Sarah, go ahead. Um, Okay. What are we talking about today? Oh, did you see that Rolling Stone released its list of two? Yep. Sorry, go ahead. Let's talk about that. Tell them. I interrupt. No, this is class. You're you're doing exactly what I do. you're, You're getting excited about the information I have. Rolling Stone came out with their list of 200 greatest artists of all time. Wait, and wasn't it? It, it was singers, vocalists, something. There was a word. Well, that was the question. That that was the question that it was I singers it's greatest singers of yes, all time. Greatest singers. Yeah. So that implies that we're we're talking about voc like voice, it right? Does imply that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Are people like Celine Dion and Annie Lennox not on that list? Diana Ross. Diana Ross. I was, I was, I read this. So Eli and I were driving home from the mountains and we were stuck in a bit of traffic. And so he had to then hear me list all of these, the people and and the people who got kind of snubbed. And with everyone just say their name more emphatically, Diana Ross, Annie Lennox. He's like, okay, I get it. Just like, like, like. (laughs) But Celine is by far the most glaring omission. There is no debate about her vocal ability. International superstar. Mm -hmm. I do understand that. Yes, they're they're, The list is full of amazing singers, but there and there are people that I know on the list. Where you like? Who is like? Why is this person on the list? Where you? There were ones that there were there were people that I I don't know. Of course, like not recognizable names, but I can imagine, I'm sure they're. Was there any like. I don't know, maybe like older. Oh. Bill Withers, Eddie Vedder. I do love Aaron Neville. I love all these people. Like they're good. They're, they almost have interesting qualities to their voice. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I don't object to that. Right. what I often find is these Rolling Stone lists yeah. are written by the same fucking kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, majority bald on the top, but still has the long ponytail. Like, you know, he's got like the hair that's like, yeah, kind of balding he's on the like top. the guy that teaches guitar lessons at the music center that your school uh, yep. endorses. Yeah, and then does it, sp- spends more time giving you the solo, jamming himself <laughs> and showing you how to play it. Jam set. And then talking about all the times he played back up with whomever. And then uh, he has a big collection of records. He definitely wears a jean jacket, but not like it's cool again jean jacket. Like, mm, and <laughs> he goes to a lot of jazz clubs yeah, slash jazz yeah, festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know the guy. We Rolling know Stone has guy. had some issues on their list historically, and part of it, I think, is um, this perpetuation. It's sort of like how late night shows have had white men writers. Almost uh, exclusively forever. Yes, yes. Because, oh, yeah, I know a guy. I'm going to invite him to be in the writer's room. And then before you That's, know, yeah. they're all the same person. Um, but I think there is an element of, like, they do it. They omit people on purpose who they know oh. will get them press. Because I wouldn't have known this if it weren't for the omission of Celine Dion. That's a good... And, you know, it is interesting and kind of timely 
because Celine Dion's most recent tour was postponed because of a neurological condition that she was diagnosed with. Yes. Stiff person syndrome. So yeah. sad. Yeah. You know what's even sadder is what? that my mom is obsessed with um, Celine Dion. And, I didn't know that. Which is so weird because she doesn't even like music. I don't really understand yeah, it. I didn't know that about your mom. <laughs> but she's always really loved her. And so she was upset about the stiff body syndrome diagnosis. But then when she came over recently, I said like, hey, what's on your mind? What's, what what have you been thinking about? And she goes, just Celine Dion. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's sad. And then she goes, no, about how she's a Satanist. And I go, what? Wait. <sighs> Your mom did a 180 on Celine? Yeah, because of a YouTube video that no. she doesn't know who made it. She just saw it on the internet and thought it was true. And I had to break down to her about like sources and oh, how no. anyone can put videos on YouTube. I mean, this oh, woman no. came into my house devastated that Celine Dion had converted to Satanism and was throwing black dust on children. <laughs> No. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, help me. Oh. But anyway, that is well. <sighs> but I am sad about her diagnosis, and you know, that is tragic because yeah, she can't sing, and my God, well, and those neurological disorders where emotional stress exacerbates the condition is oh, it, it yeah. feels like this cycle that it it's hard because even just being stressed about the condition. Like if I were a a world touring music artist whose job it was to perform and sing, and I was diagnosed with a condition that would give me stiffness in the areas of my body that I needed to do the thing that I love and the thing that people want me to do, that would cause emotional distress. And the emotional distress makes the symptoms worse. Yeah. It's yeah. like you gotta, you know. This is when I, I, I want those recording artists to like take breaks and really like take mm. care of their bodies and 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 rest. And there was another singer who I think was diagnosed with like something on her vocal cords. Like I want to say, was it Adele or somebody? It was somebody mm. big who had something on their vocal cords that they had to cancel. And I was like, God, I couldn't imagine what that would be like yeah i remember watching even a documentary years ago with celine and she when she would be touring besides when she was on stage she wouldn't speak because she would have to preserve whatever i mean that is brutal when your tool is your voice it's like freaking ariel (gasps) right you know what i mean yeah. It's brutal. Oh, Celine Dion. I just, I just love her. I mean, you really, I are, I always liked her, but then when you introduced me to some of her funny videos and her peanut butter jelly yeah, she's time thing, she's so quirky <laughs> and she's so great. And now I just love Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. it and um this i you know i was looking at i don't know what i was looking at but this this it like was recommending me things on vice probably because i was looking at this rolling stone like stuff and it uh suggested this series from vice what is it called it's called it was so good uh the story of Hmm. and it's the story of and then each episode is a different song 
by a songwriter that you love. So I watched a, a little bit. I didn't see the whole thing, but I watched clips of the story of Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. Hmm. It's so good. It goes into the background of the artist and then it talks about their process in making it. And like, I didn't know that she just ad-libbed the Let's Go Girls part. Hmm. It's so fun. And so she talks about like, like the process of making it and the, and like what kind of went into it. And she's got a crazy story where her parents, do you know, like, I didn't even know about this, that her mm-hmm. parents died and she was the, like, the oldest child and then kind of became the caregiver or like really like parent figure for her younger siblings and like got a job working at like a singer at a resort. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah in it's Canada. a really interesting Although backstory. then recently her memoir was published and in that one, the story of her stepfather who had sort of been like lionized like in her you know artist mythology even how how you're describing it like he died tragically along with her mom and then whatever like he was abusive and that only recently was sort of revealed and it changed how i felt because previously that had been a big part of like her story because yeah wasn't he um, an indigenous person or something? And that's why she ended up with the name Shania. Her real name is Eileen. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then she changed. I think he maybe was indigenous. And so that's part of why she changed her. I don't know. There was a whole thing mm-hmm. about the name change. Um, but I was like, oh, man, that really sends a shadow over it. Because, like, this yeah. guy was pretty brutal. Yeah. And kind of changes maybe, but like in this story of the story of that song, yeah, did they yeah. pretend like she's the one writing that song? No, they have her collaborators. They have the people who okay. are writing it with her. Yeah, okay. and they interview like right off the bat. Okay, talk good. about like yeah, what they want it to be. And she was more. It felt like she had more of a hand in the message of being that like powerful like like taking on a male persona almost mm-hmm. in the video like she wanted to be more masculine in it she talked about like wanting to have the well who you had lincoln play for halloween <laughs> right yeah right. she wanted to have she she said something like there was some quote from it where she was like yeah I want whatever version of guy boob there is. I want man boob. Like, I want yeah. that. I want sexy well, men that, in the same way, like, they wanted that for women. Because that video was a nod to the Robert Palmer videos where yes. he had all those, like, fembot women on guitar. On guitar is you, real <laughs> They were air They were not. I don't I mean, not think those women the had, were the ones playing the actual instruments. Yeah. They were holding oh, them yeah. and, and like, moving their shoulders. Oh, yeah. Like, this is not real. It was right. just, yeah. So yeah. They were props. And so, yeah, then I made Lincoln do it. That was so great. But, yeah. yeah, so if you're looking for, this is kind of like Sarah's version of the documentary roundup. Uh, that, it was a great series. They had a whole bunch on there. That's it was great like. They have the Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up, Teenage Dirtbag by uh, 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 Green Day, Weedus, uh, and oh, ones Weedis. that are really like obscure, like Who Let the Dogs Out by Baja Men. I told you that documentary was great. Nobody believed me. That freaking, it's That's called right. Who Let the Dogs There's, Out. Yes. And it is so fascinating. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. So sometimes those bit, those songs that you think are kind of like the, the novelty, yeah. so, like silly songs. She even talked about how in the timing of the music, they knew that it would be a song that would be played in like anthems or at sports games. So she wanted there to be a pause, like the dun 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 dun, dun and then enough time in the pause to hear the audience like roar. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so good. It gives you like chills. Like it's very like fun and, and, and I don't know. I like Yeah, because so. you're, when you are a singer or an artist like that, you are psychologically manipulating the audience in a way that we all want. Totally. Like we're consenting to it. But like, that's why I always say how music at church and stuff is so important because these are tools of manipulation and they can be used for good or evil. 
I think that's, you know, I talk about this, I, we, I've talked about it with my supervisors, sometimes I've t- I even talked about it with clients, that the word <clears throat> manipulation is seen as such a negative yeah. word. It is not. Yeah. We manipulate our children all the time to do things like eat their vegetables and, excuse me, brush their teeth. Yeah. And manipulation is, is, is just using maybe your actions to impact another or a yeah. group or whatever. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I wonder why it's not seen... Because influence doesn't have that kind of negative right. connotation, but it's the same idea. Really good point. I didn't even think about that. Well, in the human brain, like we keep talking about, is so, you know, not... <sighs> It's so many things. It's It's so, it's smart and dumb at the same time Mm -hmm. and simple and also complex and really easily like, like very pliable and, and you can change it, but also so fixed in Mm -hmm. some things. (sighs) It's so weird. I'll tell you it's not weird. And that is giving someone a gift from Keepster. I don't know if you guys remember. This is the cutest the thing cutest. in the whole world. These gifts are a treasure. And it's one of those things where you're like, I can't believe nobody's done this before. Because exactly, we think a lot about how important it is to preserve photos. But right. what I love about Keepster is they can make things that have our text messages. Yes. And that is sometimes equal or more so important to representing yes. like the tone of a relationship, the growth of a relationship, like <laughs> the where jokes. things start, the jokes. Oh yeah. my gosh, you could do an entire book on just jokes. Yeah, you create these books, right? So you can turn your favorite iPhone texts and photos into a gift that's a keepsake for somebody. Yes. And like, I know you guys all have these friends that you send these stupid texts to that no one else would understand. But like Group to, texts? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but to that friend or friends, this is like a treasure. It's a freaking time capsule, right? Yes. And they're very affordable. They start at just $12.99 and you can make something really amazing for your loved ones. It's so fun. And like while you're making it, you'll feel that same sense of like, I love this person. This is so great. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a deal. We live and share so much of our lives on our phones. Ain't that the truth? Now you can save what's special with Keepster. So if you have an iPhone, head to keepster.co slash candy and put in promo code candy for 20% off. That's keepster.co slash candy and use code candy for 20% off. One last time, keepster.co slash candy for 20% off. What a great gift. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I'm probably going to do that for you life. Right? Valentine's Day. It's really Day. fun. It's really it's fun. It's really cute. Um, okay. So you inspired me last episode when you talked about your poo story. Yeah, and I have a real fun. This wasn't so much an inform. Like, I was hoping that it would answer the question that the title of the article asked. Yeah, but it I hate doesn't that. really. It's yeah. like one of those. Yeah, it's called "Why Is Shitting Still So Embarrassing?" All right. Oh, and you're saying and it doesn't answer that question? Not one little. I mean, a little bit. That wasn't really the takeaway from this. It was more like interesting, well, well, we love poo stories, but it is still such an embarrassing thing. Do you and think it's, it's totally just the smell? No, I really? don't. I don't. Oh, this is a fun game. What <laughs> is it that makes it so embarrassing? So the smell is one. Okay. Here's the real question. If we're going to do like a, a either or, because to me, it's the sound. <laughs> What sound? What sound? Do you what mean, are you, a silent shitter? Do you what mean, does it sound like when you take a shit? Do you mean... Susie. To- <laughs> do you mean tooting? I mean tooting. But like, that happens... When you're somebody who doesn't release that regularly... <laughs> yeah. I hold it in, because I'm not a farting family. Yeah? Oh, there's a lot of gas. time, we're... we're Okay, let me ask you this, though. If you could pick, like, I'm a genie, 
You can get yes. rid of the smell or the sound. You would sound. Can, you are sound. lying. Sound. You can cover. What? You would go smell? Of course. What? But you could cover up the smell with like a million things. You can prevent the sound. Sometimes. This article talks about how that is not exactly as easy as you think it is to do. I cannot believe you would rather get rid of the sound than that odor. This is such a good poll. Yeah, I have never really heard a better is. one ever. Okay. If you if you could if you had a genie could grant you a wish, yep, and you could get rid of either or. I would be so I just happy. Can't, I can't I if it were silent ooh. This is the real silent. Every but time deadly. you go number two, do you um, do you make a sound every time? Mm. No, not every time. And when every I don't, I'm smells. always like, no, I would disagree. With you that. lie so bad. You're sometimes literally saying so sometimes your shit don't stink. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> like that but Eli and I were having this conversation we were talking about this the other day because he is he we he we had a funny moment where he we I was like just go to the bathroom who cares he goes no you're gonna hear it I'm like you don't think I've heard it before <laughs> yeah like right. we lived together for like I don't even know how long. yeah and he was like mortified he's like what you've heard oh, it I like, like that what about do him you think and you've probably heard my like who cares? I know it's no big deal. But he nice it seemed like he was more embarrassed by the sound because he's never been like, oh my god, don't go in there. Oh. It's terrible. <laughs> right. Okay. Right? I hear you you're but, saying, yeah. And especially in public restrooms, like I will Okay, now there do I would rather I it can. be silent. Right? Yeah. Thank you. You could definitely pawn off the smell under the last. Totally. Person. Oh, don't go in there. That's, yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. But if okay. it's you. But how often are you going in public? Number two. I'm going more often than you'd think. <laughs> what? I don't more, know why. Like I, how many times a week? Okay. Okay. I would say. So here's where it tends to happen. Like now winter season, like it'll tend to happen if I'm like leaving to go. So now we're going up to the mountains a lot. I was joking. There's a gas station that we stop at to fill up. We fill up the gas and we (laughs) empty something else. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't make that joke then, but that's a great joke. You have like a designated shitter. I didn't mean, now I feel like my body just knows. Like it's more the timing. We leave really early in the morning. I have my coffee. And then by the time I get to this gas station, I got to go. And so I I was laughing. I told Eli, I was like, I think I've taken more shits here than I have in my own (laughs) house. I'm so like mad right in now. the past few weeks, and he's like, "You actually might be right because I haven't been to like my house. I've been staying at Eli's, so I yeah. So you know, I you know how I'm this not is a lot I don't, of shit talk. I don't drink very shit coffee. Heavy yeah, and right. I kind of like judge you guys because you're yeah, like so obsessed with coffee or whatever. Yeah, but what percentage of the coffee obsession would you say is the effect that it has on your gastro and for me zero i don't care you don't I'm care? so regular i'm I, I it just speeds up the process by it like i'm regular i'm going ever it's it's gonna it's that's what happening. about most people do you think like that's a big draw or it's just like a bonus or something mm, bonus oh god it's so gross to me yeah okay so you have a designated uh, shitter yeah but this, well, so this whole article, one of the things I thought, what I loved about this article, it was on Vice and it was called, Why is Shitting Still So Embarrassing? And it was fun because it gave a lot of fun, what, what I could call them nothing else besides poo facts. What is it? What are they? Like, for example, at this very second, right this second, approximately 79 million people around the world are currently taking shit. 79 million right the second like each second wow it's something we do so regularly i just heard on npr that every second two people die and four people are born and 79 million are shitting and 79 million of them every second i feel like more people are born than that 
It was basically that like we're repopulating at twice the rate that we're dying. Oh, oh, I see, yeah. I see. Oh, ooh. I know it wasn't good news, and now that's they're all bad. shitting everywhere. Apparently. That's bad news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just um, so double the shit. One of the other things that I loved about this article is it gave the names, like the clever names for um, uh, the trying to hide the sound and and smell and things like that. So the New York Times published an article called Women Poop and Sometimes at Work. And it was all about like the the lengths that women go to yes. to try to avoid yeah. like this stuff. And they called it the poop dupe. <laughs> and I just love that. Yeah, what are they doing? The poop dupe is pivoting the mirror to check your hair after seeing a colleague in the bathroom. So I don't know what that really means, but like maybe pivoting the mirror. What mirror? Who can I don't know. That's just that? what it, that's what it said. It said that the poop dupe, sometimes they use the method that called the poop dupe, pivoting oh, pivoting to the mirror to check your hair after seeing a colleague in the bathroom. Oh, I see. So like you two are walking out, you see a colleague just come out of the restroom and you don't want to make eye contact with them because you know that they just took a, a shit. So you just like pivot towards the mirror to fix your hair to do the old poop dupe. Like oh, okay. they're duping us out of that. Right. Uh, the other one that I thought was a funny name was the flush hush. <laughs> this is the technique I use. Oh. Flush like the toilet. When you're tooting? So nobody hears the, the sound. The but here's what, what I learned. That see that is a risky move when you're at high intense flush situations. And then I started Ooh, yeah. thinking about that and that creeped me out and made me like I was like, Oh, this is disgusting. So now I have to do this awkward thing where I wait for somebody else to flush the toilet. <laughs> That's way so, worse. This is uh, this, it's just it right. so funny that I read this article because I read this article, no <clears throat> joke, two days after Eli and I had a full conversation about how even with people that we know so well, like we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't just like, I'll never just let you hear those sounds and just really? comfortably Even go me? without feeling of shame, without a feeling of embarrassment or shame afterwards. I thought that we could me and you. I'm without shame, without me Let's being like, embarrassed. Because I think I'm there. I think I'm ready. This is what Eli and I said. Eli and I both decided that like we're like, should this be our New Year's resolution? We're just gonna like <laughs> you be less still, shameful about shitting. I mean, you can in general if you want, but you've only been together a short time in in the no, big not picture. not just with each other, but oh, more like as humans. In like, why should okay. we, we? You know, mm-hmm. I don't have shame about a lot of other things. You know, and then and then he was telling me a story about his friend who has very little shame around that, but, and his friend was in the military and he said, he thinks that that has something to do with it. And I was talking about how that is why I'm fine with changing in front of people wherever, because I changed on camera for 10 years. Yeah. I do not, I'm like in the, in the parking lot changing into like from one shirt to another, no bra. And like, I do not care. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm like subtly, I'm like doing well, it with my yeah, arms, you're not you know, obscene. doing the flip over the head. I'm not like taking my top off and walking <laughs> around the parking lot, but I'm you know definitely what, like changing in the parking lot. Like who cares? Okay. So they see a little bit of what the side of my boob. Well, this is getting real sexy. It's almost sexy enough where we could feature it on Dipsy Oh, because I can change, I can change <laughs> my tone if you want. I can take my shirt off and you can see the side of my boob. Have you guys tried better? Dipsy yet? Because number one, Dipsy, are you hiring? Because Sarah is available. Oh God, I could do that. Dipsy has hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. Yes. It could have been designed by Sarah based on this story. Mm-hmm. They bring scenarios to life with emerged, uh, immersive soundscapes, um, realistic characters, and you can discover stories like that you would be into. You just like maybe you want like hot and heavy hookups. Maybe you want like vacation themes. Oh, I keep laughing yes. about how you said you needed um, the camping one. No, the ski patrol. Because, like, you're always skiing. And I was like, yeah. 
Yeah, you were like, oh, damsel in distress. Oh, ski oh yeah. Oh, ski, ski patrol. patrol. <laughs> ski instructor. If they don't have that one on there, <laughs> they, you know where to find yeah, me. Yeah, right. But they have, they're radically inclusive. They have stories for straight and queer yes. listeners. And 56% of the stories are voice, voice acted by people of color, which is very cool. Yes. But they also have sleep stories and wellness stories. They have lots of stuff. You should check them out. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash brain candy, that's 30 days of full access for free. When you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash brain candy dipsy stories.com slash brain candy well okay sarah yes so i like the idea that like you're thinking just in general less shame which yeah. i think is always good yeah i also but i don't love when people like then they get silly about it and i'm not gonna be silly about it it's more of a, a how you feel when you walk out of the restroom because yeah. it's like we're all doing it. And I rem- I, it was at this rest stop restroom where I was thinking about how the woman in the stall next to me sure is, sure is making a lot of noise. And I wonder if she's thinking the same thing I'm thinking of like, oh my God, I hope nobody hears me. And if she's thinking that and I'm thinking that we're both going to walk out of here, I'm never going to see her again in my life probably. And I don't care. And she is... Like, what are we all worried about? Well, here? and in a way, have you ever had that thing where you know that the person next to you is waiting till you leave yeah. and they're just yeah. sitting yes. there? That is what I, and we were like in a, in a stalemate. Yes. We, were, we were in yeah. a game of chicken where, and, and <laughs> both of us were probably had ex, like uh, internal. And you're like, I got I all day, lady. Or something. It was terrible. Or it's like about to explode from the inside out. Because that's so creepy bad. and gross, too. It totally is. Yeah. So we should just let her rip. The the, <laughs> the one in this article that, that I couldn't, I was like, what? This felt like when I discovered the poo knife. <laughs> the, the article was interviewing people in, about their poo habits at work, things like that. And the this one woman... So, and she's 26, and I feel like that matters because the age of the people they were interviewing were all like 26, 27, 28. Mm-hmm. She says that they've developed – she has a, de- a method that they call in this article the poop pillow where <laughs> she says that it involves wrapping mounds of toilet paper around your hand and holding it <gasps> under your bum. Then it, this – I quote – I catch the poo absolutely and not. slow it from hitting the water so there isn't a sound. See, this is what you see. Like, this is what shame can do to people where you think the, that is you, better. Right. You think that's better. Yeah. And then it says in this article, when Danny needs to poo at her boyfriend's house, she speaks in a baby voice to make it sound cute. I'm like, don't mind me. I'm just <sighs> off to do it. A uh, uh, ickle poo poo. <laughs> that's the, what it, I-C-K-L-E. An ickle poop. What else? Do, how else am I supposed to read that, people? Yeah, that's a nickel poo poo. Yeah. Uh, so the article also talked about a uh, some research according to Healthline about the percentage of men and women who say that they wait between one and three months before pooping at yeah. their partner's place. So what percentage of men and what percentage of men and what percentage of women say they'd wait between one and three? months between pooping at their partner's place. Wow. I mean, I guess I would think women would wait longer. You would think. But it's false? False. Get 28% of men and 22% of women said that they wait between one and three months. What if the, what if the answer, what if, (laughs) what they don't tell us about that information is what if, uh, 82% of men said that they'd wait between zero and one months. Yeah, and, right. And eighty-eight uh, percent of women say they wait between now and never. Right. <laughs> truly, truly. Tell, tell me the more. End of time. Right. I think that may be yeah, some information that guy's we're like, kind of missing. I shit on day one. I don't give a fuck. I right. I think that's. I think that's it. And but, I'm still uh, but, waiting. I've been married for what twelve years. I'm and you're like, still not doing. No, no, not gonna happen. No, yeah, he thinks I don't do it. Right. I told Eli, I don't. Just nothing. No, I'm kidding. And I get it. If you think that's gross because it's like, 
It's performing femininity. They talk about that too, yeah. It is, but it's also... Remember how in the Amy Poehler book, or in some article or something, she talked about how like women behave in meetings and how men behave. Yes. And she was suggesting basically that we should do what the men do. And I was like, maybe we should just all do what the women do. Like, right. oh, it's that email thing about using the word just. I'm just writing blah, blah, blah. And yes. she's like, stop using the word just. Men don't do it. And I'm like, maybe men should maybe do they it. should. Be maybe a little that's polite. nice. It, yeah. Yes. So I kind of feel like, hey, maybe we all need some more shame. <laughs> yes. It says in a national survey of more than 1,000 Canadian women, 71% said that they'd go to great lengths to avoid defecating, especially in a public washroom. Public <laughs> washroom. Yet we've all heard stories about guys texting friends pictures of their shits. Yeah. Yeah. Why do so they what, do what's that? What's up with that? They called it the gender politics of poo in this article. And They're right like, about that. And it's exactly what you said. It's this idea that femininity is incompatible with excretion. And it's, they say in this article that it's widespread and there's no one single answer. That it's this double standard of hygiene. It is. And that it could also be linked to, we, all, we have it around menstruation as well. And so women Absolutely. get it even more... Then, I mean, listen, this is a confession here because yeah. I reject a lot of the misogyny, but then I also participate in it as most of us do. Yes, I totally. Was getting ready on like New Year's Eve or in a cute little dress and, and I was putting on my legs something that I own, which is this, it's called body blur. Oh. Yes. And it like... I love that shit. Yeah. It look, makes your legs look like really like pretty. stockings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes it look like you have stockings on. But basically what we're asked to do and what mm-hmm. I'm agreeing to is that like I am not a person. I don't have skin texture. <laughs> I am like some Body femme. blur. I need to blur my body. Yeah. And it's oh. insane. And I'm putting it on being like, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like I can't have legs normal legs with maybe like a little cut on it or something, whatever. Yeah. And so like, I'm of two minds about it, but the truth is the human body is disgusting. So I'm kind of interested in hiding it. It really is. And I get into this, this is like true, like goblin mode. Like (laughs) you get into this place where you're like, fuck all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I stop dyeing my hair. Yeah. I stop, I kind of go all in, you know? And I even like announce it to Eli. I'm like, just so you know, I'm eating everything I want and I'm not doing, I'm just like, that's not, I'm not vacation. I don't even care. But then I get to a point where I'm like, (laughs) it's like gross myself out. I'm like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, you should definitely pluck your eyebrows, Sarah. Like, it just, there's something about, I don't know, it's kind of like how not doing the dishes is fun, but if you don't do the dishes for a few weeks, you'd probably be really grossed out by your house. Well, the requirement feels oppressive. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's different than, it's not like a hygiene thing of like, it, and it does feel like it's just for women. But Yeah, and that's how I felt putting that, lotion on where I was just like that's so interesting I agree the human body is disgusting so I do like to conceal my humanness but that's insane because we're humans (laughs) yeah totally insane VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I, I remember when I was in grad school, I did a cultural immersion, immersion project that um, uh, 
where I was immer- like immersed myself in Sikh culture. And you go and you have oh, uh, like meal, yeah. yeah, with meal with different like Sikh families, and you interview people and you just like hang out and like learn about a different culture. And one of the things that I loved so much was the idea that they don't pluck any of their no hair removal. Yeah. Like, if you got it, it's supposed to be there. I think about that every time I pluck any hair from anywhere. I'm like, this is dumb. Why am I doing this? For what? Like, but yeah. then I, then you get a good waxing and damn, does that shit feel good. I'm like a new woman with a fresh, fresh wax drop. The counterpoint to like, if it's meant to be there, it's there. Is mm-hmm. just that like, when you ask a doctor, why do we right. have whatever eyebrows or eyelashes like they'll come up with a thing they always do like they start at the end it's like reverse engineering an answer where they're like well it must be about preventing germs from getting in your eyeballs yeah um oh except the nostril hair one what did i read did i tell you this or did we talk did we talk about this on here yet how they're like not performing anyway what how oh well there was a study that was done where it linked a bacteria to Alzheimer's. Yeah. And if you wax your nose hairs or pick your nose, you expose yourself to this bacteria at a higher rate. So people who wax their nose or pick their nose have higher rates of Alzheimer's because of this bacteria. Yeah. What? Yeah. So that's like, leave your fucking nose hairs in there yeah. and reduce your risks of Alzheimer's. I, I agree. So now I Eli that. and I have changed over to a strictly trimming method. I Yeah, I, I support that. But yeah. if you have like Ooh. one errant mustache oh, no. hair. Get rid of that. That is She's not some go. sort of divine, no, you know, provenance. Yeah. This is you got to get it out. Yeah, I got I got one right here on my chin. That's see right that that's not right doing here. you any favors. No, no an good. It's an accident. God yeah. turns out God does make trash. What do they say? God <laughs> <did> junk. <laughs> it's that extra. God yeah. don't make no joke. Oh God, I remember that song from from. Wait, well, how does like, it go? Uh. Uh, I know I'm somebody because God don't make no junk. God don't make no junk. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. It's God don't make no junk. I know I'm somebody because God don't make no junk. Each one of us is special in his eyes. That's nice. That is a it nice is really song. really sweet. <laughs> That's a lovely one. And you can like funk it up a little bit and be like, mm-mm, no way. <laughs> he doesn't. Hey, no how. Yeah, like that. <laughs> right. It's fun. Um, okay. What else do I have? Do we have time for anything else? Any more poo facts? Um, well, I mean, the article really just like, it it all comes down to the same thing. It's, it's exactly what you think. It's the, the shame around going to the bathroom comes from it being unsanitary. And we have only recently, really, if you look at like human evolution, like it's, sanitation and and uh, the disposal of, of waste is still a relatively new thing if you look at like human existence yeah. so we're still kind of have that shame in it because we needed that to hide it so that we would maintain a sanitary living environment yeah, because if we didn't have shame around it, we wouldn't hide. We wouldn't want to do it away from people. And if we didn't want to do it away from people, then we would just take a fucking shit right on our boss's desk. <laughs> and if we were all shitting on our boss's desk, and this place would be really fucking gross. <laughs> right. So, right. Right. Yeah, and that is helpful in determining who the people are that are in the out group. If you just like take a shit anywhere, <sighs> like, do you remember when our colleague Abram from MTV's oh, The Challenge oh my God. Oh. was arrested, for, I believe, for public intoxication and then sat in the cell and made a BM and yep. then used it to write on the walls. Yep, I sure did. And then I think after that was cast, he was still eligible. I think you're right. I think you're right. To be on the show. I think you're right. Uh, and 
is still seen as somebody that's like, oh, maybe they'll invite Abram. Like nobody, there's, n- can you imagine? Nobody's like, let's not invite the guy who smeared feces right. yeah. on the wall. Right. Then you have like some, like a, you'll have a black woman on the show who like just pushes a, sh- a chair like with some aggression and they're like, well, yeah. she should never she, be. Oh God. It's the he worst. He wrote with poo people. I mean, come on. That it's did gross. not get enough attention. No, it did not. It did not. That was insane. That really was. Do you think about what it would take for you to get to that point where you're like, you Susie, know I'm I I have not farted in front of the the person I've been with for yeah. almost a year. What would you it think take? I'm gonna anytime soon start like, like do this freaking number. doing a Picasso? On the wall with yeah. my poo-poo? No. No, thank you. If there's you, not a million... I, you, I wouldn't even... I, 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 I'm, I'm turning my nose up at the poo pillow. The poo pillow? The poo pillow, the thing that we just read, I just shared about oh, the Oh, pillow. I'm sorry. But, I yeah. blocked Yeah, it's it new information. I, I say that like I expect you to have like this, this, this running like... <laughs> Log of uh, log. No, right. Uh, the uh, nice. the t- uh, yes, the yes. The new paper. term that we just you that I introduced you to this episode. It's right up there with poo knives, if you ask me. I grew up in a home. My mom bought um, Scott brand uh, toilet paper. If you're not familiar, it's basically invisible. <laughs> it is single ply. Oh god! And it's like so thin that you just think like this isn't even a this can't be called right. paper. This is a sheet. It's a, a mesh a tissue. It's <laughs> it's barely anything. Definitely poking a hole through that. Yeah, and she says yeah. that it's not because of a budgetary issue. She claims that she prefers it. What? That is impossible. Nobody <laughs> prefers a chafed asshole. I know. I'm gonna have to have follow I, up with I, her about I that. I can remember the one, the thing that <clears throat> when I left Costa Rica after being there for a month with my mom, the thing I wanted the most was good to toilet apply. paper. The things. Yep. <laughs> I was like, and I I went to recently. We stayed at a, a real nice hotel. I like cashed in some of my points and did like I'm like I'm gonna stay at a bougie hotel. It was great. The bathrooms. Not the not the bathrooms in the room, but like the ones at the like the, yeah, in the, the lobby and stuff yeah, like that. Communal. Very disappointed in their TP. Wow, One, you even I was took like, note of it. I was like, I this 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 is fi- this is two ply accommodations. Step your game up, <laughs> right? Looking at you, Grand Hyatt. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I wasn't gonna call them out, but now I am. Let's wind up. Wine <laughs> toilet paper. Oh my god, I'm living for the hand gesture that Susie just did for this. It was exactly what you'd imagine. And also done like somebody who's wrapped TP well, around that's their hand the thing, before. Because you are a folder. I'm a folder. And I am a buncher. She's a water, so but I've we learned that most women are most this. women are waters and most most men are folders. I don't know why. Yeah. But, that's weird. Yeah. We learned anyway. about some poo. We learned, we learned about, about oh Celine Dion, Celine Dion, <laughs> and yes, our heart will go on. <laughs> our heart will go on. Yeah, always. yeah. Kind of an aside, but did you see James Cameron did a, a study, like actually hired scientists to recreate that Titanic scene? I with read the, that. Yeah. Yeah. What was and the conclusion? That he wouldn't have been able to stay on that. That it would have sunk with. And they had actors who were the exact size of Kate Winslet <laughs> and Leonardo DiCaprio participate in the study. The thing I liked about study. it. I, mm, study. That's an air quotes. Yeah. Is so. because of my algorithm on YouTube during that mm-hmm. sort of anniversary of the, the movie Titanic, I mm-hmm. was suggested interviews with Titanic survivors <laughs> from like the 1980s. You do love old gossip. So it was great. I really enjoyed it. And Lincoln and I watched together and it was really interesting because wow. To to have been on the boat and then survived. Um and the interview was from like nineteen eighty five and she was very old at that time, obviously, um, uh, by then. But like 
she was getting fed up because the guy was like, um, like, what was it like? And she was like, you know what it was like. <laughs> she was so annoyed. <laughs> what do you mean? The boat sunk. It was terrible. The boat sank. It was cold. Yeah. Wet. It was terrible. My dad's dead. down there. Like her dad perished in this oh, no. tragedy and she and her mom, I guess, survived. But anyway, yeah, I didn't get any of the like leo and kate stuff i got all like the <laughs> real survivors just the real they're like she likes old stuff yes feed her the black and white footage that's yeah, what she this likes is in not hd Susie would love it yes she will love it it oh. is interesting and it's really because the guy goes um did you, you know talking about the iceberg and like what do you think the captain's error was oh and she goes the error was not having enough lifeboats for everyone. And I was glad she yes. said that. I'm glad she, that's a good point. Because then it doesn't matter what the captain does. Everyone's safe because you can get on right. a damn boat. Right. I'm and, pretty sure they have that figured out now. Well, that's why it changed I the think law. You're right. Yeah. It's one of those things where... Yeah, maritime I, law was changed because I've learned so much from these videos. Oh my god, <laughs> who, who knew? Susie was going to have a whole other episode we could do just on Titanic facts. I mean, I'm sure the captain did some shitty things, but like, if there were enough lifeboats, then we wouldn't right. have had a this big was problem. A, this was a problem for of, like resources. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we yeah. better go. All right. Well, we love we'll you. We'll see guys. you next time. Thank you for Bye. everything.